0: This is the Yahoo Finance Sportsbook podcast. Okay, welcome back to Sportsbook. It is Thursday, November 29. Hoping everyone had a terrific Thanksgiving holiday and enjoyed our double episode, where we did a good lot of NFL talk with Miles Udland. Now, the Super Bowl will be hosted this coming February in atlanta's still very new football stadium where the falcons play it is mercedes-benz stadium but even in a year when that stadium will be hosting a super bowl All the talk is about a different sport and a different team that happens in that stadium, and that is Atlanta United, the MLS team, Major League Soccer. This team continues to break attendance records. We wrote about this a year ago after Atlanta United played its first season. Now in its second season, continuing to set records, bringing in tens of thousands of people per game. It broke the total of 66,221 attendees set by the team for its playoff game against Columbus in the 2017 season. Just broke that record. Tickets sold and distributed of 70,526 for the game on November 11 was the most tickets for an MLS playoff game since the league began in 1996. So, breaking records by playing in that big stadium. Now, some say, well... You know, if you put other MLS teams in as big a stadium, because most play in smaller stadiums, maybe they would do the same. Others say, no, 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 this is a phenomenon specific to Atlanta. I want to get into all that and the success of the Atlanta MLS team, but we should first zoom out and talk about the current MLS playoff landscape. We have the second leg of the semifinals today, Thursday. So to break it down for us, our in-office Yahoo Finance MLS superfan, Kevin Shupka. What's up, Kevin?
1: Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me Terrific. back. Terrific.
0: Yeah, I love when we talk soccer, and I think that many people, even people in sports media, still underestimate and under-respect MLS, which, of course, no one's saying it's as big as NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, but it is growing like a weed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, and to to your point with Atlanta, this year, as a, for the regular season, they uh, had a total of 901,000 people come to a game. They had two, I think two playoff games in their stadium, so it's probably over a million. They probably breached a million. Uh, almost certainly did. They averaged 53,000, which was 13,000 more than the second most uh the second highest average which was Seattle. So they are uh going like gangbusters and even I the um as you put it, super fan, uh, sure, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Just ha- by
0: being a fan, you become yeah, a super fan.
1: Yeah, I had to to do some digging of my own. It's like, what's going on there? Right. Why so, so big? And um, one of the local Atlanta affiliates, uh, television affiliates, did a story on it. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that they adopted the American style of play and the American desire for fans. So Atlanta, when they were building the team, was asking, what do you want to see? Uh, What does a perfect soccer team mean for you? And one of the things is offensive mindedness. They they, they hired a coach and they built players, uh, built a team of players who go out and try and score three and four goals a game, which, you know, that's... A lot for soccer. I mean, you you're trying fans like to, goals. Yeah, they love goals. American fans in particular. I mean, you go to Italy. Italy is a very um, defensive oriented game. They they try and score one goal and then pile back and just win one. <laughs> right. nothing we got our
0: goal. Now yeah. we defend. Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's not the American way. Americans, mm-hmm. first of all, they they hate ties.
0: Yes, well, it's so funny. Just now when you said it's not the American way, it made me think well, you know what else isn't the American way? Draws. I hate that it can end in a draw, and I hate that NFL games, too, can still end in a tie, and lately there have been
1: quite a few. Yeah, yeah. And the MLS in its history has played with a bunch of ways to not end in ties. So there was a time where you'd, uh, you know, play in uh, you'd play your overtime and then go to shootouts or you'd you know play like sudden death and there were all these times and now they've kind of reverted to the soccer purists way the world's way of being able to end in in ties. So that's the that's the argument against it being American style but Atlanta has said well we're just going to go out and try and never tie and just score so awesome. many goals that Americans will love it because They're high scoring games and goals are awesome and people love to scream and celebrate and so there you have it Uh, i want to talk more about atlanta but let's just give a quick interlude here get us
0: up to speed i know atlanta is one of the teams still left there are four teams left right now we are in the mls playoffs now again you know we can i'm sure we'll talk about the sort of popularity of the sport but i think a lot of people just are completely unaware that right now is the mls playoffs but who are the four cities uh, still in the hunt and who do you think is the best
1: so uh I think Atlanta is far and away the best. Wow. Um, a- Atlanta and uh, the New York Red Bulls who play in New Jersey, uh, the, the original, they're the original Metro stars that became the Red Bulls. Um, they play in Harrison, New Jersey at an awesome stadium. They play in New Jersey tomorrow night in the second leg. The Red Bulls uh, are in a three-goal deficit. So the way it works for, for those four goals. So the way it works in, in playoffs is you play home and home. In in this round in the semifinals, and so they played in Atlanta. Atlanta won three nothing. The Red Bulls basically need to win four to nothing oh, no, to, no. Not to to win it outright. They can win three to three, and then they go into extra time and all this stuff. Interesting. Um, if Atlanta and uh, there's some more complicated scenarios, well, but we'll leave it at that. Well,
0: do you think those complicated that that structure in the playoffs does that keep? the casual fans out a little bit? I mean, maybe it needs to be... You know, what we're used to is, oh, it's the playoffs? All right, it's one game. And you lose that game, you're done. Yeah. Now, maybe it's
1: a series sometimes. Okay, baseball, it's a series. But. Right. Yeah, I mean, do you play the best of three and just the best, you know... But uh, this is the way it is around the world. It's, uh, it's complicated, but it's also fair because... Hmm. Like in any sport, there is a real home field advantage. That's not just something people say. Totally, there's a real home well, field clear, advantage. Well, clearly in Atlanta, yeah, especially, if, certainly yeah. in Atlanta. I mean, they won three nil, and I wonder if they would have won three. We'll see what happens tomorrow when they're away. I can't think they're gonna they're gonna win three nothing again. But um, so so the Red Bulls have a huge hill to climb. And the other game, the other game is Portland and Sporting Kansas City. Portland is always in the mix uh, in, the in mix. MLS. I know that they're and, good. They've yeah. won. Yeah. But they are, uh, the the first round was 0-0. So this one is, Ugh. this one is... Talk about un-American. I know. This one is just, you you win the game, you're in. Wow. And if it's tied... And that's better. If it's tied, um, again, some more complicated scenarios um, there, but... Um, Portland yeah. is the
0: Timbers. Portland is Big the Timbers. Big fan base, devoted fan base. Very devoted. And then in, in Kansas City, Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit about sort of these teams and the branding. I mean, maybe this is a way to get at why it's doing so well in Atlanta. But uh, we were lucky enough to have MLS Commissioner Don Garber at one of our Yahoo Finance Live summits uh, within the last year, and he talked a lot about MLS expanding. We know MLS is expanding. There's also talk that Major League Baseball wants to expand. That's going to take a lot longer. That's a bigger deal. Mm -hmm. But MLS, you know, opening up new expansion teams, eyeing new markets, um, and. Some of them are cities that really don't have many or any pro sports teams currently. For example, supposedly Nashville is going to get an MLS team. And my first thought would be, well, that's great, because in Nashville there's no major league baseball team, no NBA team, there is football, there's the Titans. Um, And
1: NHL. Predators. Yes, there's oh, preds are huge. Yeah, but yeah. um you know, and they're Na- de- they're definitely getting a team, not a maybe. Okay, oh, I'm glad. Thank yeah, you for that yeah, update. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So
0: so and and um I know people from Nashville and, and when you grew up in Nashville, you either become a fan of the Braves or of the Cubs, because those are the two closest baseball teams that are shown locally on TV. But getting an MLS team, I think it would do well in Nashville. But then you look at Atlanta, that's not the case. In Atlanta, Atlanta they have every sport. They have the Braves, they had the Hawks, and they had the Falcons, and now MLS thriving. So is it that new expansion MLS teams Teams would do better in markets that have every pro sports team and thus meaning that market has proven that it's a pro sports town mm. or markets that don't have teams and thus might be hypothetically thirsty for a team.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's probably a case by case basis. You have um, Cincinnati uh, is also getting a team. I mean, they have the Reds and you know they're not a no yeah. sports town, but Reds, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but Cincinnati's soccer team is is uh, coming up from one of the lower leagues. They were very popular uh, as a team. To is it USL? With. Yeah, I, I believe so. I, Interesting. I'm not 100% sure. but um, And they actually, a lot of their fan base didn't want to go big league. They were afraid of what the MLS, you know, that would take some of the um, je ne sais quoi away from, <laughs> from their team. Right. Uh, and so, but ultimately they'll probably be reasonably successful because they bring a fan base along with them they're not going to build a sixty thousand seat stadium that atlanta has that kind of in some ways atlanta fell into that right they they built it along or or really for the falcons and it was just well we'll close the top half and play soccer in it and it'll be great Mm. and now they have to open the top half because they sell all the tickets and it's so popular and there were a lot of other factors the the um, the one I talked about before with the playing offensive minded um, someone from there's a, a group called Georgia soccer and they said that they started in the 1996 after the 96 Olympics there was just a thirst for it um, in town and they have a hundred thousand people that are just members of this soccer grassroots yeah. group so um, you know they, they also have kind of a their own version of, I guess, get out the vote, get out the the fan type stuff.
0: Well, and in MLS, there are some really rabid, fierce fan bases. Uh, I mentioned when we had Don Garber, we talked a little bit on on stage, he and I, about the reports that they were going to move the Columbus team to Austin. And Boy, you know, bless those fans in Columbus who have been really, really, really vocal on social media. Of course, they don't want the team to leave. Yep. They're angry. They're outraged. You know, hashtag save the crew because yep. the team is called the Columbus crew. That has been interesting to follow. So, you know, let no one tell you, oh, M- MLS isn't a thing. It's, uh, you know, it's it's not popular. Wrong, wrong, wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. And, and um, I you know, Austin is probably going to get a team, which is where yep. they wanted to move them to, and, and the owner wants to move them there. So they're probably both going to, exist and um you know everyone will be happy the crew will be happy the the owners of the crew wanted a, a new stadium which they just didn't need um you know they wanted Money. their yeah they wanted their luxury suites yeah. and all the things that you know they, they just didn't need it and so you know they can go off and and get a team in austin and columbus can you know keep sure. the crew
0: and i and you know austin another example like nashville where i think an mls team could do well but what do i know
1: um yeah. University of Texas is a big draw there. Right. That that that's. But again, but if
0: you're a soccer fan in Austin, Texas, I don't think you're going yeah. to UT soccer games, right? No, so definitely. So here you that. go, pro and, team.
1: And you have kind of a um, a hipster Brooklyn totally. of the South element. I'm glad so, you admit yeah, as yeah, a big fan yeah. that
0: that is the modern American MLS fan is that there is a sort of hipster. Um, you got the scarfs and the. And speaking of, while we're talking about MLS, let me ask you about the situation in New York. You mentioned the Red Bulls. That was once the New York MLS team. That was your team. Now they play in New Jersey, and you've got NYC FC, which very much so, correct me if I'm wrong, even more than the Red Bulls, has that like Euro feel. You know, it's a club. You know, many of the newer MLS teams. Well, I think they rebranded all the. They rebranded the official MLS Shield to make it look more Euro. They did not rebrand all the clubs, but many of the new clubs have the. Euro-style, you know, Premier League-style, like it's a club, oh, FC, yeah. you know, yeah. football club. Well,
1: Atlanta, I mean, we. I was I was at—the last time I was at a New York game earlier this season— NYCFC and Red NYCFC. We were joking around about what would Miami be because yes. they, they hadn't announced it. And so, you know, we were—I uh, um, guess it was at halftime, and we were just making up the most— the craziest names using all of the different, you know, like, Real, Miami, United <laughs> FC, right? Um, and, Miami and,
0: Collective, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. I
1: mean, the FC doesn't bother me, United doesn't bother me, the one that gets me is Real Salt Lake. It's like, what? what is... Is that really what that one is called? Yeah. Oh, that's silly. Yeah, I,
0: I, that's I mean, silly. Come on.
1: Uh, so, um, <laughs> but actually, Atlanta is Atlanta United FC, so they actually right. did do two of the the, the FC, it doesn't do.
0: bother me, but I do think that when you talk about the teams, no one says FC. You just say like for the United, you know, Atlanta United or the United. That's yeah. the Atlanta team. NYCFC, you just say like the NYC. I, I know. I think MLS you say team. NYCFC. Yeah, I, think I, you I guess because that a one's mouthful. like an acronym, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a mouthful. Yeah. It's, a mouthful. Yeah. it's a mouthful, but they do. So has NYCFC usurped the Red Bulls as the New York soccer team?
1: I don't think so. Well, as the New York, if you're being if you're really being specific, there are still two very fervent fan bases that. Um, hate each other, which the MLS must love right. because that's why you, you know. I mean, the the Red Bulls always had a big rivalry with uh, Washington DC, and they still do. But I really that's think that's DC it's United D.C. too. DC right? United, yeah. yeah. Um, but they definitely are are head to head with uh, with NYCFC. But and I think I might have said this on one of our previous uh, soccer podcasts. But Red Bulls probably still make their their bread and butter from. New Jersey people coming to the games New Jersey Youth Leagues uh, the suburbs You, it's actually pretty easy to get to from the city so you probably still have a lot of people the Bronx is not easy for anyone who lives downtown or in parts of Brooklyn it's actually qu- faster for me to get to a Red Bulls game right. than it is NYCFC NYCFC is still
0: playing in Yankee Stadium yeah. in the Bronx yeah.
1: and even and if they ever get their own stadium and there's been a little uh, some whispers that maybe it's getting closer although we've heard this before it's probably going to be up there. And so um, you'll still have southern Manhattan and parts of Brooklyn that it's easier to get to Red Bull Arena, whether they do and or yeah. they identify more with the city team that is in the five boroughs, which is what NYCFC banks on. We're in the boroughs. We are the New York team. That's New Jersey. Um, You know, the fan base of NYCFC likes to make fun of the New York Red Bulls for not being New York. But, you know, the Giants and Jets play in New Jersey still, too. So it's just the way of the world when it comes to
0: that. Uh, Let's end this way. MLS is doing so much right. We're talking about the growth. So I'm not sure there's much to criticize. It's growing quickly. They've branded the the newer clubs very uh, cleverly, I think. But as a fan uh, who's been a fan before it was cool. You know, before now there's a Brooklyn hipster MLS bandwagon. But uh, as a fan of the league, what is something the league or maybe the players or the managers or the owners of the teams should be doing that they're not or should be doing more of or doing better that would help make MLS more mainstream popular?
1: Yeah. Huh, that's, it's a tough hill to climb because as the MLS has been getting more popular, Premier League has been getting even more right. popular. And um, I don't think people tend to be Correct
0: me if maybe you are, but like I think you can't be an equal fan of both of those. You either prefer international soccer or you love MLS. Yeah,
1: and and I'll admit on this podcast, I there was a time where I was like, Okay, I'm gonna double down on the MLS and then you know, out of the corner of my eye, I'm watching Premier League, and it's like, oh, it's just a better game. It's right like now. the
0: meme of the guy looking at a different girl. Yeah, girl yeah, there.
1: yeah. I should do that. See, I've, totally. If no oh, has. it would it would kill. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of have admittedly moved more this season toward back towards Premier League. Interesting. Um, it helped that I went to England last year and saw a game. That'll you know, do it. At the, yeah, um, which was just amazing. And but the quality is just there. It's the best in the world, bar none. Um, and, and there's at least a little bit of parity. A lot of the other countries, you have w- literally one team. Right. Um, you have like four in, in the Premier League that are consistently at the top, which doesn't answer your question. What what can they do <laughs> to do better? Be more I, like
0: the Premier League. Get the better players. Well, yeah. They,
1: they, they certainly need to develop more homegrown players, and the MLS has tried to and, and been trying to, but... it's kind of a you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, because the best players are still going over there. Uh, Man City just signed the U.S. goalie, um, and anyone who wants the U.S. to not have egg on their face and miss another World Cup wants our players to go get reps in Europe. Good. It's just how it is, um, because the best of the best of the best are not here. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I don't know what the solution is, Uh, you know. And it's not even that they're the second choice. They're probably the Mm. fifth Mm. choice. And they're probably tied with about eight other countries for being the fifth choice. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I think getting more teams but not too many more teams. They'll be, I think, 26. Yeah, don't grow too fast. Yeah. Um, And making sure that you're going into places where you're going to have a fan base. If you have teams that don't draw enough fans, you're going to go in the other direction, and you don't want that.
0: Yep. Well, they have found a fan base in Atlanta. Really interesting. Kevin, thanks so much. Sure, anytime. right, love talking about MLS. Always good to give an MLS update. This isn't just NFL talk on this podcast, but I'm sure we'll get back to NFL soon. This was Yahoo Finance Sportsbook. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and tell all your friends about it. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next Thursday. We come
1: out every Thursday. Goodbye.